Well, it's time to take a look at the Big 12 championship game. We've got Baylor against Oklahoma, and on the show, we've got perspectives from both sides of things. Let's welcome in Colt Barber, Sikkim 365. Does a great job covering the Baylor Bears. I'm, of course, Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. Before we get going, just a reminder, guys, please leave us that rating, review, subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play helps us out tremendously. And in turn, we'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie if you do that. Uh, just leave us a rating and review, and then send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, that's M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we will get the koozie in the mail for you. Appreciate it, guys. All right, Colt, uh, take me through, first off, be honest. When you were looking at this team back in August, did you see a Big 12 championship berth uh, this year? No, I didn't. Uh, you know, I was I was more optimistic than probably most were. I had him at nine wins to close the season, but... Uh, at this point, they've exceeded my expectations, and and whatever happens from this point on is, uh, you know, it, it's really is really good for the program. But I, I don't know uh, that I could have said that, that this was actually going to happen for them. Um, I know there's potential there. I just didn't see it as being this high. So as you look at this team, then Cole, I mean, what's been the difference? Uh, I know I I think it's been the defense, but is there something else you're pointing to that that we aren't talking about enough? Uh, no, I definitely say it'd be the defense. Um, it, it's been a, um, a the change from the four three to the to the three three stack um, has allowed them to get a lot of speed. They're forcing more turnovers, and they're getting to the quarterback uh, in a way that they haven't uh, really in the history of their program. Forty sacks this year ties a, a record, and they have at least two games to go. And if they somehow sneak into the playoff, it'll be three games. So, uh, forty sacks this year is really amped up their defense and allowed them to create some turnovers that they haven't done it yet under uh, Matt Rule. We're being joined by Colt Barber, Sikkim 365, does a great job covering the Baylor Bears. You know, it seems to me like the college football playoff committee has certainly underestimated this Baylor team time and time again. When you look at, at this weekend, Colt, and if Baylor wins, and I know it's an if, uh, but let's have the conversation. If Baylor wins, they're a 12-1 and Big 12 champion. And if Utah wins, it's a 12-1 and Big Pac-12 champion. Uh, what's the argument for the Bears? Um, it's a great question. And I know that the, the, the true debate comes down between the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and exactly uh, what those two resumes or those, those two uh, conferences, what their resumes will look like. And uh, I think at this point, in my opinion, if it's Oklahoma or if it's Baylor, I think that the Big 12 is the stronger conference. Uh, especially after that Oregon loss. Uh, Oregon uh, losing to Arizona State uh, really kind of dropped their pedigree just a little bit for this season. And Utah winning that game will drop them even farther. Uh, and that's, you know, if Oregon doesn't figure out how to pull off the upset in that game. So I do think the Big 12 is stronger. And at this point, when you're looking at one-win teams, uh, the, the team with the better resume will be, uh, you know, the, the potential selection. And I think the Big 12 team will have that. So, uh, I'm anxious to see uh, where where teams like Oklahoma State, uh, Iowa State, and Kansas State uh, are in the top 25 tonight, uh, because that will really allow uh, the Big 12 to have the upper hand. I, I don't see any other Pac-12 teams being ranked in the top 25 at this point. So I, I'm anxious to see what happens, uh, and I think it'll be a very telling sign um, for next week what happens tonight in the rankings. So then, Colt, as as you look at uh, 
this Baylor team, like how much concern do you have when you think back to the 2014 season when Baylor and TCU arguably got hosed? I know Ohio State wanted to win the national title, but I thought that was a raw deal. And I've been saying for a long time, I still believe if all else is equal, the committee will favor a, uh, a team that is a big state school from a TV perspective over a smaller private school. Where do you stand on that? How do you feel about it? Yeah, and, and it's and it's interesting because I think this year uh, you're coming down to two teams in Oklahoma and Baylor that um, will have the uh, one is that large state school, one is the smaller private school, uh, but they'll, they'll work it out in the wash. Now I don't know does Utah uh, have that type of uh, pull over a program like Baylor? I don't know that answer. I don't know you know what type of ratings they get, how the community views them, but I, I do think that that it plays a um, a factor from a from a travel standpoint, the attendance at those games, from the TV ratings, I think it has to. And to say that it doesn't would be nonsensical because this is all about money at the end of the day. Um, but if they're trying to put the most deserving and if they're trying to overcome a, a precedent that was set in that 2014 season, now they, they have the ability to back it up by saying, well, Ohio State did win the national championship. Uh, but I think that they have the ability to correct it in a way. Uh, and if they don't, if Baylor – uh, was able to to uh, beat Oklahoma this weekend, and uh, Utah plays a, a close game with Oregon. Um, I think the resumes say that uh, Baylor deserves to get in over Utah, um, and, and I don't know if there's a lot of concern uh, that 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 they'll make that decision otherwise. But uh, I, I do think that there's a precedent that, that has been set because of that season uh, that can be corrected this year. Hey guys, it's Pete Mundo, and as we head down the home stretch of the football season, Big 12 championship game, then bowl season, you want to get on board with our partners at mybookie.ag. They are giving you a 50% match on your deposits when you use the promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, for a 50% sign-up bonus. That means you put in 500, you get 250 free. You don't have to unlock it or anything like that. It just goes right into your account. We're going to have picks for you throughout the entire uh, Big 12 Bowl season. It's going to be fantastic. And we're on a roll, by the way, with those picks. I mean, we are rocking and rolling. 15-4-1 the last few weeks in our Big 12 picks. So get on board now. MyBookie.ag, promo code BIG12. That's Big 12 to get your extra cash from MyBookie. You can't beat them. They got the parlays. You want to do that. You want to mix it up outside the Big 12 with some uh, UFC or NFL. They've got it all for you at MyBookie.ag, promo code BIG12. That's Big 1-2 for the sign-up bonus. Bet, win, get paid at MyBookie. So Colt Barber's joining us, Sikkim 365, does a great job covering the Bears. So how do you think, I mean, the, the Baylor fan base, just because by nature you guys are smaller as a private school, how do you think the Baylor fan base will be traveling this weekend for the Big 12 title game? Yeah, I think there's a decent expectation, a decent turnout expected uh, from Baylor fans. And, and obviously being in the, the Arlington area, the DFW area, uh, it's within driving distance for everyone. Uh, and I know, obviously, Oklahoma has a big uh, a alumni base there and, and has a big following in the Dallas area. Uh, but I think that allows Baylor fans to travel from Houston, uh, really anywhere in the state of Texas, to come to this game. And, and by, by, like you said, naturally, you're not going to have as big of a, a following uh, being a smaller program. You don't have as large as alumni base. But I, I think that you'll see uh, Baylor uh, – do things like they did for the Elite Eight back in uh, several years ago and do things like they did for the Texas Bowl last year where they brought nearly 40,000 fans. Um, I think it comes down to the, um, the ability to uh, be close to the stadium and have a lot of alumni 
that are there close, and better fans will show up whenever they need to. Interesting. Uh, Colt Barber is our guest right here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. Colt, as as you look ahead here to this game, what concerns you most about this Oklahoma team, and how do you think Baylor needs to do a better job in this game versus what happened, especially in that second half a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, it really comes down to third downs. Um, in that game uh, back in, in mid-November, uh, in that second half, Oklahoma just was able to stay on the field on third downs. Uh, and, and that's what, you know, it wasn't about Baylor's offense not executing as much as it was uh, not being able to get off the field. And, and Baylor's offense had a huge part of that as well. Um, having a fumble there early in the second half where uh, they could have had a, a chance to put more points on the board that could have been the difference in the game. But just extending drives on offense and keeping Oklahoma from uh, taking, you know, five- or six-minute drives constantly. And, and they had to be perfect in that game, and they were. So uh, just being able to force Oklahoma off the field, uh, if it's by turnovers or if it's by uh, getting off the field on third down, it's massive. Or uh, even just holding them to field goals can go a long ways. Colt, how much do you think this team is going to be a little bit shell-shocked after how that game went a couple of weeks back? How, how concerning should that be? Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't think it's really concerning because they've had two games since then. They played extremely well against Texas, uh, probably their best overall performance. And then they, they followed that up on the road by uh, not being um, too focused on the game, the Big 12 championship game uh, at Kansas. They, they took care of them uh, very quickly. Um, Charlie Brewer, most of the starters didn't even play in the second half. And, and so I think they've, they've moved past that. I think that, if anything, it gave them confidence. Uh, that they deserve to be in this game. And, and for the first time, truthfully, since the Big 12 championship has returned, I think you too, you see uh, a very small gap between the ability of both of these teams. I, I know uh, the, the first year in 2017, TCU and, and Texas, um, you know, it was a four loss, I think a four-loss team or a three-loss team that was in that game in TCU. And then last year, Texas had four losses at that point in the season. And, and this year, you have two 11-1 teams. So I think they realize they deserve to be there, and I'm anxious to see how they perform. Colt Barber is our guest, Sikkim365. Uh, Colt, as, as you look at what's going to be happening here over the coming days, you mentioned the College Football Playoff Committee, what could happen on Selection Sunday. How does Matt Rule seem to be handling all this? You know, I know he's had a lot of success, but this is even uncharted territory for him. Uh, where, where is he and how is he taking this all in? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously at Temple it's not as nearly large of a stage, but this is his third conference championship to play in. Uh, so as far as championships go, he's been there, kind of done that. He's been on the big stage, and now it's an elevated um, stage, uh, and you're playing for the college football playoff. But, you know, he, he's a guy that admits, he admits that he's a little bit stressful, and uh, he admits that, he's, um, that he probably overanalyzes things a little bit too much. But at the same time, I think that you see a guy that um, is confident in what he's doing and confident in what his staff's doing and has seen his team develop. Uh, he knows that he has the ability to go in and win this game and potentially make it to the college football playoff. And uh, he's just going to take it in stride. And, and uh, I think this, this is what he uh, kind of has built his career for, and, and he, he embraces these moments. Colt Barber's our guest. Uh, let's talk about Phil Snow, defensive coordinator, of course, uh, for Baylor. Uh, just for people that don't know his background, he's up for the Broyles Award, which is the assistant of the year. It's probably going to go to Joe Brady at LSU, but I think Phil Snow is uh, as worthy of that award as anybody. Uh, for people that don't know his background, uh, Colt, just take us through how Phil Snow ended up with this staff and what he's done so effectively with this team. Yeah, so Matt Rule and Phil Snow had some background together even before Temple. Uh, then when Matt Rule got the job at Temple, 
that was his first call, and, and Phil Snow went with him uh, to Temple, and uh, very similar pass to what he's taken at Baylor. They started off a little bit sluggish uh, in his first year and then really elevated uh, every single year over the course of four years to, to make – uh, that Temple defense, the number three, you know, the third-ranked defense in the country, and uh, now here at Baylor, I mean, uh, he he's done a variety of different things in his career, but in this particular defense, he he went to a 50 front, and that allows them to uh, really get a lot of speed on the field, and uh, you know, it's a um, a very diverse group, but that that's basically Phil Snow's background. He's never locked into one particular defense. He's always tried to get the best players on the field that fit, you know, fit what his team's able to do, and and going with Matt Rule and a, and a coach that wants to play ball control and he wants to spread it out, but he he, don't want, he doesn't want to put his defense in bad situations. Um, they they've really been a good match, and uh, truthfully, that's that's a big reason for the success because they are on the same page. And uh, you know, Baylor ended up being the number two scoring defense scoring offense uh, in the in the Big Twelve, and that that comes as a surprise. And I know they're boosted by 66 points in their final regular season game, but uh, when you have the number two scoring offense and the number one scoring defense that's usually a good recipe for success and Phil Snow has really uh been able to match what Matt Rule has wanted to do across the board Colt uh, is it too early to get a prediction from you on this game if you don't want to go down that road I understand but uh will you be giving a prediction if so would you be willing to share it yeah I mean I think that Baylor has a great chance to win this football game as far as exact predictions uh you know I expect it to be another good game I know a lot of people are saying well if Oklahoma plays as well as they they could and doesn't have a hiccup uh, early in in that first game uh, that they probably run away with. But I don't necessarily agree with that. Baylor has played extremely well in the first half of games uh, throughout the season. And I think they'll do that once again. Now, as far as an exact prediction, I mean, I I wouldn't say it would be three points, uh, three to seven points either way. I think either way it's very possible. Either team is very capable of winning this. It's strength against strength at times. Uh, Baylor's defense has proven they're the best in the Big 12. Oklahoma's offense has proven they're the best in the Big 12. And uh, I think this will be, in my mind, probably the, the best Big 12 championship game we've seen uh, since his return uh, to the Big 12. So I'm anxious to see how it unfolds. Well, Colt, it's going to be a great game, man. Thanks, as always, for your time. Great work at 6 and 365, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great time. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you all. He's Colt Barber, Sikkim365. Awesome job out of him. Please, guys, take a minute, leave that rating, review, subscribe, um, wherever you get your podcasts, and if you send a screenshot of the rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, we will get the free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail for you. Appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.